Hello, it's Carl here from uh, Game Train. I'm here with Callum Davison. Hello there. How are you today? Uh, I'm sure they're doing just great, but I don't know if they're as great as us because uh, we just finished day two of the uh, E3 Expo, which was just as crazy, if not more, than day one. Uh, let's get right into it. It all um, it all started a bit low key because I, I had a go of the the just just released Hollow Knight on the Switch in the hotel room before we even left. Um, and it looked and felt exactly as you'd imagine Hollow Knight to, to look and feel, but it was just so nice having it on the Switch then. It was actually my first time jumping into the world, so that was a good way to start the day. And then we went straight there, into the lines, jumped right in, and I gunned it for Spider-Man on PS4 because I just wanted to try that straight away. And Callan, you gunned it straight for... <laughs> I gunned it straight for Smash Brothers, but... Uh... As I was as I was nearing the line, this mass of people come flying through. Like it was just insane. It was like a bull was chasing the wolf back in Spain, running. Um, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, that must be the Smash line because everyone here must want to play Smash Bros. So I freaking did my ninja moves. I slipped into that line. Four miles in line, I was set. I was good to go. Then about ten minutes into this line, I looked around. I saw a couple of people with Pikachu hats on. I'm like, yeah, Pikachu's in Smash. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, I looked over and I was sort of following the line with my eyes where it went and led. Then I realized it was leading to Pokemon, Let's Go Pikachu, and Let's Go Eevee. <laughs> and I looked at it and I looked over at all the Smash people that were playing Smash Brothers. And I was like, oh, well, I'm committed now. We're going to ride this one through. An hour and ten it took. Oh, nice. And I was in there at door opening. Yeah, I was done and finished with my demo, and then I came back and Cameron was still in the line. But how was Pokemon? Uh, yeah, it was better than I expected. Okay. It was better than I expected, which is which was really which was really nice. It um when you actually do play this game, you can just see how crisp and nice it looks. It really looks cool. I used the um the Pokeball controller as well. I had them there. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's really comfortable in your hand. It just sits right in the palm of your hand, and it just feels so seamless playing with this. The um the little um I guess the little knob on the ball is the um the joystick is also a button, um yeah. and there is another button on the ball as well and you just that's how you control the whole game. Do you want to press those buttons? Yeah, I got or it catted. I my uh throws at first with the ball was a bit off because uh, it's motion controls when you throw your Pokeballs. Yeah, yeah, you guys throw the, those around. The, the, the game the game looked beautiful. Um, like as I said, really crisp. It it plays just like. Pokemon Go crossed um, your traditional Pokemon. So catching the um, Pokemon out in the wild is Pokemon Go style, how you just throw a ball, there's no battling. Um, but in um, when you fight a trainer, it's just like old school Pokemon. You get six, you can switch out different moves and all that. And, and the moves look good. The animations look nice. The Pokemon look bright and vibrant as always. It was, it was really good. Mm, well, uh, while waiting for you, I, I had a quick... Uh look around that booth and man that nintendo booth was just awesome it was so cool to see the nintendo treehouse just right up there like i've been watching it for years and seeing them demo games and talk about stuff and i'm looking up and i'm like oh well there it is and they um they had this really cool setup because of um smash brothers it was like a mini museum and inside all these giant glass sort of casings they had on display um items and pieces that represented each of the different characters like they had a giant tie suspended sort of inside you know a glass case and it had like a little 
label at the bottom saying this is Donkey Kong's tie. They had um, Bayonetta's glasses and shoes with the guns attached to it. Um, and they had like Link's Master Sword. All, all those, like a whole bunch of different things. It was really cool. We took a bunch of photos of it and uh, we'll check it on our Facebook to show you guys. It was it was really a lot of fun. So it was cool looking around that, um, that Nintendo booth. It was, it was actually quite huge, like a ginormous spot. But um, before all that happened, meanwhile, on the other side, I was in the, uh, the PlayStation booth and I jumped on Spider-Man, which was kind of like one of my biggest hype games that I wanted to actually try coming to E3 because... I'm so excited for Spider-Man already, but I just wanted to feel what it felt like actually playing it compared to watching the trailers, and I was just not disappointed. It was 100% what I wanted and expected and more. It was um, as soon as you start playing that game, like immediately they throw you straight in there. You're like mid-fall. Just press, and it says press R2 to swing, and you do it, and you're already, it's just like natural. Like you are Spider-Man. They make it so seamless if you like, if you're holding the swing button and you hit a building, he just like breaks into a sprint in whatever direction you're facing. And then he does a flip right off the edge and you're back to web slinging. And then as soon as you get into combat, it was just, it was like an acrobatic mastery version of like the um, Arkham Asylum battle system. So I had so much fun. The PlayStation booth was awesome. The Spider-Man setup, they had like a New York, mini New York City with water tanks and graffiti and like um, billboards and a, and a statue of Spider-Man standing up the top there. It was really, really cool presentation. So I had a lot of fun in there. Uh, what did we do after that? After I saw you, we um we moved. Well, we had a lot of stuff running around, taking a lot of pictures. Um, we were doing um a lot of fun things with the videos that uh, we'll share with you guys in the next couple of days that we're working on with um with Genghis Tuan. But we got to check out the Indiecade section yesterday, which um, I've been looking forward to jumping into as well, which is their sort of like a section of a whole bunch of indie projects and like these like smaller games that, that are really like uh, passion projects of these little developer companies. Um, how did you find that, man? I found it by following my map, Kyle. Thank you. So yeah, anyway. no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Like um, Kyle jumped on this VR one, which was kind of cool. It was this, uh, this drum one. Where yeah, yeah, drums of war. Drums of War. So it, it looked interesting from where I was standing. Um, he had to uh, drum in time with his beat to move around. Yeah, it was all drumming. There's no direction buttons. There's no attack buttons. It was, yeah. Yeah, you just have to like beat the drum on either side of you to walk forward and then like just smash the drum on the left or right to turn in that direction. And then there was drums in the middle and you hit those and that like fires cannons at things. You're like an angry troll and you're fighting other angry trolls in this old school village it was really random yeah but but pretty fun uh, after that we uh we went and checked out meet me in the garden yeah that was pretty special it was it was it was this uh this game where you're both on the same laptop or computer there was a divider down the middle of the screen so you could only see half the screen and you yeah. both played one character each and you sort of go on this little dream where you you, you kind of help each other out and then between sort of each sequence, you would have to draw your sort of thoughts and feelings down on the other person on what you were sort of experiencing with them and then show each other and it starts making this extra bit of story layers. Yeah. And then eventually, I won't talk about the payoff. Oh, yeah. Well, it was it was really special. And um, it was like, 
I, they really left it to you, and it, it was strange at first because when we had to write the same, like when we both had to draw a picture, I was like, this is kind of weird. I don't understand what to draw and why I'm doing it. And then said like, oh, hand it to your partner. And I was like, here's a drawing. Okay, that was weird. Let's just keep playing. And then it was like this other strange, dreamy level. And the art style is so crude. It's like a quick sketch on a piece of paper. And they've just scanned that straight onto it with some like rough crayon coloring. Like it's really rough, but something about it makes it really beautiful and charming. And then once you get on, they keep asking you every couple chapters to do, um, to do another drawing. And then you start having uh, a much better relation with the game and, and an idea of what you want to create on these little drawings. And then I thought it was, oh, I was like, okay, I'm getting this. And drawing a few things that like inspired me from actually playing the game, handed it over to Callan. And after we finished the whole experience, we looked around us on the walls and there's hundreds and hundreds of drawings from all the other people at E3 that have tried that game. It was so interesting just to see how their minds work and interpreted, interpreted the game. Um, quite a difficult one to describe really like i'm sure if you guys are trying to picture it that there's just no way you can put together what what i'm trying to explain here it's like a bunch of puzzles uh and they're all just so different from each other sometimes it's hints that you give each other from the screen without seeing the other person's game uh but you know have a go have a look at it yourselves meet me in the garden and you'll you'll see what i'm talking about it was it was really special well um, and then we went on to another indie game, the final one we checked out there, which was called Fractured Lands. That's right. So we've been uh, having fun discussions about Battle Royale for a while. Yes. And, and the same idea keeps coming up. What about if you were in a car and you were fighting other cars and things like old school Twisted Metal, but 100 of years? Yep. And we sat down and were like, all right, we've got a Battle Royale game here. And I switched off. Yeah. Me mentally for that second. And then they go with cars, and I went, what? Yeah, this is like Battle Royale, like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, and he's like, you start off in a car, I'm like, oh, God, this is what we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so it was like in this sort of wasteland, you got the traditional ring coming in, you know, like every other Battle Royale game. But, yeah, you start in a car, you can upgrade your car, you can find parts for your car, you got to fuel up your car. Yeah, you can find like spikes you, for your wheels and you can, armor. You can steal other people's cars, so you can get out the car to explore buildings, get back in your car. But if you do not care for someone else, could steal your car. Yeah, you can always see where the, your car is on your map, even if someone steals it. So it's like a, almost like a GPS tracker on that person if they nick your car. Yeah, which is cool. And there's only the amount of cars as there is people. Yes. So there's no like extra cars that you can find if you lose it and you're just running around, unless someone else has left theirs behind for some strange reason. But. Yeah, yeah, and um, they're, they're planning to go into, I think, uh, early access later this year. Yeah, and so, I'm, I'm really keen to play it. Like, yeah. you can, you know, you've got melee weapons and guns and stuff, but um, mostly it's about looting buildings, just like in, you know, PUBG and all that, but uh, looting buildings for parts for your car and just making your car stronger and faster and adding boost. And So yeah, it, was, it was a cool little twist on it, thank, thank goodness. Um... But yeah, so after that, we went to um, try the Thrustmaster experience, which which uh, was a lot more appropriate than it sounds. Yeah, so pretty much uh, Thrustmaster make a bunch of peripherals for the games like uh, flight simulators and racing simulators, etc. Yeah, like, like hardcore sim. Yeah, exactly. Like um, those people that will spend thousands of dollars to make an exact replica of an airpit cockpit setup, as we found out. Yes, the Thrustmaster cockpits apparently are really good. 
uh, really, really amazing. Uh, but we saw, like, we, we got shown around to some of these um, these things they have. And he showed us first the flight sim section, which just was, like, the most intimidating thing I'd ever seen. This is for people who, like, play these as a lifestyle, like, just these sim games. And he had, like, you know, just a thing on your foot that you can... Uh, he had rudder, pe rudder pedals on yeah, the just actual plane. Without even having the controls, just the pedals themselves were worth like $500 made of all pure steel. And it was like as close to a perfect replica of one that you actually find in a real plane as possible. And then you have to find like the proper joystick. And the throttle. Yeah, everything. Like, And they all sold them like separately and all like beautifully like crafted to match the exact planes on the Sims. They had like interchangeable ones that you could find so if you found like your favorite you'd, you'd get one of these um flight sims and you can buy your favorite plane that you really love and some people get into like getting a couple of them some just like master one proper cockpit and you can just get like the exact same you know like inch per inch joystick for that plane this is the hardest thing to talk about without any innuendo. I know, <laughs> I know, right? No, but yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. And then um, also people then do this for car setups too. Yeah. So then they do all customizable um, steering wheels and, and pedals and all that sort of stuff. And it's just like, what? what is this world that we're missing out on in, in this crazy plane sim and car sim world? Like, oh, man. what? Intense. And they said, that, like, they had, like, these... Headphones. Um, well, they, they were headphones, but... Still talking about the, the steering wheels and stuff, they had like the car motor that the steering wheel was attached to that they said was a 100% one-to-one feeling of the feedback that you'd be feeling in the game of the rumble on the roads and stuff. They even had like a Ferrari exact replica steering wheel, uh, a few of them, like they had one for the uh, 488 Challenger, which was gorgeous. One of them was like no buttons on this thing. It was like a classic wooden steering wheel with like, the uh, steel center and all like actual wood, actual steel. Like none of this was like plastic toy stuff. It was like real collectible, beautiful items. I didn't even want to ask about the price, but uh, yeah, it was, it was some scary stuff. But having said that they had everything available for people like us who just like play more uh, arcadey fun games who want to give it a go. They had a full setup for under a hundred dollars as well. So you could have like a steering wheel and all bits and pieces just to start you in there. So they had like setups ranging from about, Less than a hundred to a full setup, going more than maybe three or four thousand dollars. But uh, and then they're like, "Oh, do you guys want to have a go at like uh, one of these uh, car games?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, that'll be fun." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was excited. I was like, "This is gonna be amazing." <laughs> this is, and uh, you can see on our Instagram how much fun Carl was having. I was having a lot of fun. That was probably the only time you smiled during the whole experience because none of us could complete an entire lap. I went first. Yeah, and I could feel Carl staring at me. I walked away at one stage. I was like, I had enough of this. Yeah, I, I, I slid out on the first corner, and, and that was it. It was just horrible. I felt other people around watching me, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm like, this, this is not pause. This is not pause. the worst five minutes of my life. <laughs> yeah, it was. He's like, okay, here you go. I'm like, okay. So I drive an automatic at home. Let's <laughs> see what happens. like, okay, it's in manual. Here's uh, shift up, shift down. I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be tricky and embarrassing, but it's cool. I've, I've done manual racing in, uh, you know, like dirt and stuff like that, like rally games. So I thought, oh, let's give this a go. And, oh, my God, I don't know why it was so hard. I can drive a car. But I got up to, like, that first turn. I'm like, okay, I got this. 
And because I watched Callan embarrass himself, I'm like, I'm just going to take it super slow. Because yeah, you're like, I, I've got to do better than him. Yeah. I have to do better. So I, you know, because my game is in my competitive. So I slowed right down to like zero, gear one. I went, oh, yeah, this is not so bad. Then I went to the second one, got a bit more confident. And I just, I think I spun out like three or four times without even doing the turn. Like, this is turn two. And then he's like, okay, you've got seven more minutes. I'm like, oh, God, let it be over. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. We're going to call this one a draw that will both rubbish. And oh. we're not going to try a sim race or like that again. What I'd love to do is just one of their consumer model steering wheels in, in my lounge room with Forza with an automatic. Yes. And that, and that, 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 I think that would be my jam. Yeah. Forza Horizon, though. None of this motorsport. No, I don't Forza, want to embarrass myself. Forza Horizon <laughs> 4 in October, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So, uh, well, right after that, good sir, as I have here, we went to the... Uh, we went to go to see the Sony tour, which was a bit funny. We didn't actually realize, but um, <laughs> yeah. there's this whole section, media section, where you can um, jump right in and have all, like all these guys standing around and showing you all their games. And we walked in and we're like, "Oh, you mean we could have done this instead of lining up for Spider-Man?" Yep. But um, so they had Spider-Man there, playable on like six different screens. They had like with big leather couches and beanbags. Oh, super comfy. <laughs> they had like. You know, bottles of water to get you through it and yeah. just a place to relax and wind down. They even had just like a sofa section to just sit and chill. They had the developers sitting there playing the games with you. Yeah, um, it was. And talking you through it, they had like Days Gone, Dreams was there. They had um, Concrete Genie. Uh, what else did they have there? Oh, Concrete Genie was awesome, by the way. Well, let's uh, talk about that now. Oh, it's yeah, little, absolutely. Um, painting uh, game. Yeah, like, well, graffiti. Graffiti game where you sort of go around this uh oh really dull looking town and you're this guy with this magical paintbrush you go up to any wall in the game and then you can start doing these like live paintings where grass will then start growing in this oh it's so hard to explain in words yeah. and then like blow in the breeze and you, you create little monsters on it, the wall yeah you make fire and the fire flames go up the walls and with, this is all just with waves of your paintbrush and then yeah come to other areas where there's chalk and you make a monster and depending which way you um you brush your strokes along the wall depends on what sort of monster you're going to get whether it's like a, a two-legged one or a four-legged one just just the direction will make a different monster every time yeah and then those those monsters are like part of the puzzles in the actual game they're the kind of point like they get to know you and and they they ask for things and and say you know like oh play basketball with me or you know paint me a fire and it'll be every, anything from like yeah, painting a flower on the wall for them, or like finding an actual basketball on the street and throwing it in a hoop that they're attached to, and they'll clap and cheer, and then help you like get through doors or you know burn through different pieces of like cloth to reveal things for you. And all the while, there's like bullies running around trying to push you around and annoy you. There's no combat, so you have to kind of run away and climb onto buildings. And um, yeah, I, I don't know, it's really poetic and beautiful. I, I really enjoyed it. I was looking forward to playing this game, and I was pretty impressed with how it plays and how the game feels. I can't wait for it to come out later this year. Yeah, and um, you had a go of Spider-Man in there. I did, I did. You pretty much covered everything. It, 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 it felt it, the same, it, yeah? Carl all day was going, dude, you have to play Spider-Man. Dude, you have to play Spider-Man. And we walked past the Spider-Man line, and it was like 3,000 people long. I'm like, no, I'm not playing Spider-Man today. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's not going to We walk in here, and then there's like, I just walked up and sat down in this big living couch and got to play Spider-Man straight away and Carl's just like, hmm. Well, Carl's just like, hmm, and then I sat down and had another go of Spider-Man and the guy's like, okay, so let me explain how this works. I'm like, 
dude, I just want to swing around New York for, for like 20 minutes, if that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So I didn't even do any of the missions that time. Um, but uh, you played Dreams, finally. I, I, I did, I did. Somebody played Dreams. Yeah, yeah. And funnily enough, it was with one of the developers at Media Model Appeal as well. And I'm like, <laughs> sitting wow. there with him. That's and, like legendary. And we're in beanbags, just chilling so out. Good. He's like, all right, I'll take you through the game. I'm like, it's like, do you know what this game is? Like, I have no idea. Does I, 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 yeah, but wow. Okay, so you can do whatever you want kind of in terms of creative sense. Everything they've got in the game, they've built using what you, the tools in the game that you can use. Okay. Much like Little Big Planet, but yep. this goes further and that Little Big Planet, it gave you all the objects and things like that. This time you can actually then sculpt your own objects. Wow, okay. Sculpt, like so you can sculpt anything. I could sculpt your face. I don't know if you could though. I, I couldn't, but <laughs> um, if I was actually good at art, if you I were could. Michelangelo, yeah, 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 I could, I could do that. Um, they sort of made their own levels in the game as well. Media molecule that you can go explore. It shows you a bunch of the things that you can do and make. Then you can um, go online and make your own levels. Everyone can share their own levels. Then you can edit other people's levels, like maybe improve on them or change little things in them or just see how they made their things. So what is it though? I still like, when you say level, am I walking left to right like Mario? Am I well, know, it, flying it, like it, a spaceship? It, it depends on the level that you make. So, okay, so I could make a game that is called Game Train. Yep. Right? Yeah. And there are some rails and you walk along the rails as, I don't know, a train that I sculpt. A right. walking train, yeah, I yep, like it yep. already. And then we pick up collectibles like Carl Heads. Yep. If you want. Nice. But, um, yeah, it, you know, you wouldn't have fun with it because you never have fun. Well, uh, I, I am going to go uh, attempt to try uh, Dreams today just so, because I don't think anyone can explain it to anyone else. No, no, I, I, I I'm sitting here looking at you and you're, you, he was giving me this blank stare back and I'm just like, but you can do this and he, uh, the blank stare continues, so I, I gave up. Yeah. It, it's... Is one that you have to play for yourself. But um, did you enjoy it? It was interesting. Okay, so we're not sure yet? It would be one... That was a 10-minute go. Oh, like, it's one of those games that, from 10 minutes, it's so hard to gauge. Yeah, that's true. Is, is the thing. So, Well, I'm uh, going to try and give it a go today. Now that we know, we can just walk in there and have a try. And exactly. Also, uh, I think we're going to try Days Gone. Yes. So, uh, so do, I want to try that as well. But then... Also, I had a quick game of FIFA 19 there. Oh, yeah, yeah so you and did. I, I was going to play against a computer, like little quiet game against a computer, just to yeah. check it all out. Anyway, this other journo happened to jump down. He was French. Nice. Um, Don't play a French guy at FIFA. Oh, my gosh. No, no <laughs> way. So we start out, right? Did, I'll keep this real quick, but um, I'm like, I'm okay at FIFA. And I start passing around. He gets the ball off me straight away. Two seconds in, he's flicking the ball over his player's heads, um, back kicks, just all this ridiculous stuff. He had 30 shots of goal. <laughs> right. But the hilarious thing is he kept missing. Like, got, like he had 15 shots on goal, missed them all, and you could just see it in his eyes how angry he was. I went down the other end of the of the um, pitch once and scored straight away, and you could feel the rage building in this guy. That oh. He just got schooled by an absolute scrub oh, at this no. game. Um, he did end up beating me like 3-1 in the end with like, 30 shots, but I was happy I scored against this guy before he scored against me. Yeah, nice. You should have just put it down and went, oh, I'm a bit tired. Yeah, I almost <laughs> I just bailed and went game train. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> game train, Ross. So then from the Sony experience, we went up and met up with our Nintendo PR rep. 
And she took us into the Nintendo experience, into this VIP area. Oh, it was just so nice and refreshing. It was like upstairs and open and beautiful. Uh, we've got a lot of video of it with uh, Genghis Tuan up there with us. and He was filming. We were chatting to uh, some of the guides there that took us through games. They, they took us to a single machine, and it had like this list of games. And again, Callum was like, same thing that happened to me with... Spider-Man. With Spider-Man, he's there, and they're like, okay, so would you like to play Smash Brothers or Pokemon or Overcooked, Starlink, Tennis? And we're like, we're all on this TV. Like, yep, whichever one you want. You've got an hour. And we're like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. It was so, so awesome to be able to experience something like that because I'm just like, cool, I wasted an hour and ten minutes. Oh, I didn't waste it because, you know, I actually saw a workmate in, uh, in line randomly lining up Pokemon that morning, which was absolutely bizarre. Yeah, um, as and, it is. Yeah. The magic of E3. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so this was just, this was cool. So we didn't play Pokemon up there because I'd already played it. Yeah. We played Smash Brothers though. Yes, we so did play Smash Brothers. I kicked your ass, which was fantastic. Yep. Um, I also beat the rep as well. Wait, no, no, he beat me. Oh, well, okay. That's nice. Um Scores aside, how did you feel about the actual characters? Because, see, I don't really know Smash Bros., oh, so I didn't have much right. to um well, to compare it to. But this was, mm -hmm. like, our first go. I mean, we did, like, I played as Ridley, and yep. you were an Inkling. Uh, no, I tried Pikachu first. The old oh, yeah. Um, it plays very similar to old Smash Bros. games. It's it's fast. It's wild. It was hard to get a, like, just going on there. I haven't played a Smash Bros. game for years. Um, so I was still trying to pick up the controls as well as... Very rusty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it played great. Then I'm. I tried Inkling, which seemed pretty fun with the roller and and shooting the ink everywhere, and then you having to uh, recharge your ink. Yeah. I, I gave Ridley a go. I wasn't so sold on him. Not really the sort of character I generally play in one of those games. Yeah. 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 Um. We checked out the new stages. The Inkling stage was very cool. Yeah. Very. Uh. A lot of verticality. It was like a straight up and down one with a, like a bunch of ramps. Yeah. And I felt the Zelda tail. I wasn't a fan. Um, because it felt very closed in. Yeah, it was a very different strategy. It wasn't as open and jumping around and like flailing about like normal sort of Smash Brothers levels that like puts you into like the middle section is has a roof over your head and, and you're all like really right in your face. I feel like that would be a really cool stage to use someone like Ryu or someone who does a lot of uh, close quarters, epic combat and stuff all up in your face. Um, so that was really cool. I, I like the inkling how like you can paint the other characters and once they're all painted they're more susceptible to getting smashed off the stage and taking more damage. Like, yeah. They've added some really cool elements like that. It was fun to like just have a go. Um, we're gonna talk so much more about Smash Brothers in our big wrap up after this because we could do this whole thing on just Smash Brothers. But we um we moved on to Starlink right after that finally, which is one of the ones uh, our listeners wanted to check out. Yeah, yeah, some people wanted to check out Starlink, so I didn't know what this game was going in. Yes, okay. I was completely new. I was yeah. just like, what? Well, I saw this trailer revealed, uh, well, I think last year, or, um, but it, it's there like a, another Toys to Life game, like Amiibo and Skylanders or whatever, where you can buy, like, uh, where you will be able to buy little, you know, spaceships and planes, but it's got parts, it's got wings and, uh, you know, like... Uh, weapons you can add the customization was insane and then you you can even fly the r-wing the um from star fox it was really cool so it's like well they don't need a new star fox now but um out out in space it felt like um like a no man's sky almost because you're flying around in space and just dodging you know 
random things and rocks in space. And then you can see like planets in the distance. You can fly right up to them, down into the planet. And then you're like playing in a level in a different environment. And apparently all the uh, different levels are, um, uh, different planets look like different levels. And, and they were really beautiful. Different planets look different levels. Yeah, different planets look like different levels. Yep, yep. Did you make this in dreams? No, I'm joking. Whoa. Um, well, no, uh, yeah, different biomes and all that. We, uh, I had a quick go. I'm like, hey, Carl, can I have a go? Like, yeah, sure. In the middle of a boss fight, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn the controls. We've got the Nintendo rep standing there looking at us. Oh, I start sweating. I was like, oh my god, what am I doing? Yeah, I beat the boss. Yeah, the first part anyway. And he's yeah. like, and um, the guy, the guy that was taking the story, he's like, oh yeah, and then a big boss comes out. Now I'm like, we should keep moving on. Yes, because we're you know we're running short of time that day. So. Every one of those games, we just wanted to play for the whole hour. So yep. that's a good sign for what's coming for the Nintendo Switch. Um, we'll get through these next bits real quick. We're actually just about to run into uh, our day day three, but um, we tried Overcooked too. Yes, which is really cool because we got to all do it in like four players. It was fun because you're standing around up there in that VIP section, and there's all these like other Nintendo representatives ready to rock if you like need a bigger player base or you want someone to come and help you talk talk you through it or you just want four players and more chaos so we call in randoms to play it i had no idea how to play this because i'd never played the first one this uh, one uh, i'd played the first one it felt again just like an extension of what the first one is it's still more chaos um straight up they put us on quite a complex dish i felt which was the sushi and yeah. the first one the first like level you're given a burger which is like buns and a patty and a bit of lettuce and you just combine that and you're off well, this uh, one we had rice, we had fish. We, we had, had to cut the fish. Yeah, we had the um, the seaweed. Mm-hmm. You, you put it all together on the plate, and then you and you put it through. And you have to win by uh, working together. If you don't work together, everything goes to chaos. And we saw how quickly it went to chaos. There was a kitchen fire at one stage. Yes, yep, quite a big kitchen fire, <laughs> which is always fun. I didn't play a single dish. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, not not one. Wow, Gordon Ramsay would love you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'd have some chats, <laughs> but uh, that was a lot of fun. And then we uh, we we jumped on FIFA 19 yes, on the Switch, did. and I've been playing 18, so it was it was good to see the direct comparison from, from iteration to iteration on that same console. Yeah, uh, straight away I could see the the graphics were were crisper on 19. The animations were better. It it just looked smoother. Yeah. Um, and it just the gameplay just felt more silky. Yep. It just felt really nice, and it was good um, scoring a goal against Twan. Yeah, don't look at me. Yeah, nobody, I know. Nobody scored a goal against me. I'm the king. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, so Twan and uh, Callan were one-to-one, and then I finally jumped on. I haven't played a sports game in a long time, and I don't know. I just didn't think I'd be into it. And I mean, this is not just FIFA 19 in general. This is uh, just a FIFA full stop, but you know, they were talking me through it and explaining all the buttons and Next minute, I was cheering and yelling like, oh, my God, this is so fun. This is awesome. So I think I'm going to be getting it. He even took his shirt off and ran around in celebration style. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I kicked the goal. We're like, no, you kicked it on the full. No, I'm joking. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, so that was FIFA 19. It was cool to check that out on different consoles and just see what this year's one brings. But in all that, that was our day two wrap. Yeah, so what was your lame train for day two? I was about to intro the lame train, but thank you, because I was going to say, as always, we like to finish an episode. Can you still say it? As always, we like to finish an episode with the lame and hype train, so we're going to just roll straight into the old lame train. Nice. Yes. All right. Oh, did you ask me? 
Uh, no. Did you ask me? You asked me before I introed it. So this is cool, guys. <laughs> this is what two days at E3 does to you. I you guess. guys should see Callan's post. He looks like he's about to go on a race. Yeah, I know. I have, to, really I have to run straight after this. Yep. Um. Okay. My lame train. Yeah, I think I know what it is. Really? Go on. All right. Callan's lame train is getting the line wrong at first and then lining up for an hour and a half and then finding out we had both those games to play later anyway. That was just a guess. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I know what yours is. What's mine? Fun. Because you don't like fun. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I hate fun. I'm, I'm like a, a professor of law or something. I don't know. Sorry to any professors of law out there. I'm sure you love fun. Um, my lame train was... Um, what was my lame train? It was my legs. E3 is an amazing, beautiful beast, but my goodness, it's huge. Like, huge. We've just run from like... Place to place, we had like meetings separated from either end, and sorry, it was yeah. Thank you for that. He's like, oh, okay, we have uh, our next meeting at uh, twelve thirty. Oh, it's in the other hall, which sounds like a small thing, but it's like a ten-minute walk and a, and a sprint, and then you're like dodging things, climbing steps, and running back to the original hall, and it's really exciting and non-stop. But man, my legs felt it. Um, so that's that was my lame train. Hype train. What was uh, your hype train? My hype train was Pokemon this time, actually, funnily enough. Game that I went into the expo with no real, I guess, want. Intention? To, intention to try. I would have tried it in passing, but mm-hmm. as it turns out, <laughs> I ended up lining up for it. Yeah. Uh, yes, no, I, I, was, I, was really, uh, I was really happy with what I saw and how the game's going, and I'm really looking forward to November when it does launch. Nice, nice. My lame train was easy. Um, it was, lame train? I mean, my hype train was easy. See, this is the guy that hates fun. He's calling his hype train lame now. I mean, my hype train was easy. Um, it was a bit opposite to what Callan was saying with, like, no intention of playing. I had, my hype train was, like, full intention. I left Australia with full intention of, like, I just need to play Spider-Man to see if it's as good as it looks. And I was kind of excited and nervous at the same time, like, just like, please don't be bad, don't be bad, don't be bad. And it was... It was amazing. It was everything I hoped for and more. Uh, I've already said enough at the start, but that was by far my hype train for the day. All right, guys. Cheers for listening. As always, you can find us on www.gametrainpodcast.com or facebook.com slash gametrainpodcast or follow us on Instagram at gametrainpodcast or Twitter at gametraintalk. Um, but yeah, we're about to run out the door to day three of Eve 3 to wrap this whole thing up. Yes, rock and roll. We have no idea what this day will will entail. We don't even know what was going to happen yesterday, and then all that happened. So, all right, guys. uh, Thank you for joining us once again. Thank you very much, guys. You guys are always awesome. Um, Keep watching this space for the rest of our adventures. Uh, I'm Carl Smith. I'm Callan Davison. And this has been Game Train. Hiya.